And welcome back to season two of the PBWF, the Pot Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented by the Pot Bomb Wrestling Podcast. They are two creative geniuses, if I do say so myself. This is week 16. We are so ecstatic you are with us. I mean, we're more than just excited. And I'm your host. Forget about all these other so-called. I'm the only one that matters. That's Tyler Peters. And they're the only ones that actually matter, and that's the the guys that have invented both their brands, respectively, the Chris Belcher with his Warzone brand and Andy York with the Mayhem brand. I, I can't help it. I'm even laughing because I'm just having such a good time. These guys bring a smile to my face, and they bring joy in the morning. What the heck am I saying? Please, guys, say me. How are you doing today? <laughs> Listen, we're just all excited to be here. It's a fun time. It it's always a fun time, Andy, when it's time for a go-home show. Week 16, headed towards the month four yeah. pay-per-view. Yeah, it's crazy that we're already here, but these are our favorites to, to book. These, This one and the fallouts are always the ones we talk about the most. So. Yep. I'm uh, I'm excited for this one. It's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be good. Uh, Tyler, glad you're having fun. Listeners, uh, for you guys that Bro, are out there hanging out with us, thank you for being with us. Subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Make sure you're tuned in to not only this show, but our current product show that we do each and every Friday. It's available on a separate feed, Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun as well. Um, but Tyler... Uh, make sure yeah. make sure they're following us on social media too at PBW Podcast. It's a lot of fun over there too. They, they need to, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fun. They got a regular show. They're doing this, uh, you know, the Pie Bomb Wrestling Federation. I mean, just a lot of just terrific uh, content. And I, I'm telling you, I mean, uh, speaking of go home, you guys may want me to go home after that intro. <laughs> I'm not sure, but you know, it just shows you we are having just. A thrilling time, but hey, let's recap what happened back at week fifteen to, to lead us to the go home edition, and now we got the pay per view coming up. Let's do it. All right, over on the Warzone brand, Battle Bowl is heating up. Um, we saw another qualifying match um, for that. I believe we did, didn't we? See another qualifying mm-hmm. match. Cody and um, Cody and Gargano. That's right. Cody and Gargano correct. qualified, defeating the team of AOP. Uh, very entertaining match. Go check that out. Bailey's still staking her claim as the real women's champion. You got to think that's going to come to a head at some point, maybe tonight. Um, <laughs> an incredible main event. Edge recruiting some friends in the revival. They defeated the Lucha Brothers and Damian Priest. Uh, so that's setting up Edge and Malachi Black, but. Will it happen tonight? Will it happen to the pay-per-view? We'll have to see. Um, and then also we heard from Alexa Bliss. Uh, go check that out. She explained some of her actions. Brock Lesnar and Sheamus got a shot at the tag team titles. And surprise, surprise, Brock Lesnar's temper got the best of him. And he attacked Sheamus. So, I'm shocked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the shock look on our faces, right? Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about over on the Mayhem brand? Sarcasm. Yeah. What uh, we got? On the Mayhem side, we uh, started the night off with a face-to-face between Roman and John Moxley that got personal pretty quickly, um, going back and forth. Uh, Braun Strowman uh, defeated and kind of uh, bull rush Big D after a pretty decent back and forth match between the two. Uh, then later on the night, Rhea Ripley uh, lost to Julia Hart after Julia Hart made her in ring debut. Bray Wyatt and the Fireflies attacked the Judgment Day afterwards, leaving them laying. So we'll see if there's any developments from that tonight. 
Um, Adam Cole uh, tried to move past Kenny Omega and the Elite, but Kenny said, nope, one more. We're one and one You decide whether it's for the trios or for the U.S. Championship. We will find that out tonight. And uh, John Cena made his return, issuing an open challenge in the main event of tonight's show. And then the main event last week saw John Moxley go one-on-one with Solo Sokoa. It probably ended how you think it ended because every bloodline match ends the same, and even on my show. So that's uh, that's how it happens sometimes. So that that was a lot of fun doing that. Oh my goodness! Well, how could I forget about John Cena? That's why I love how you guys recap these things because even as a moderator, I need to be reminded. I mean, right. some good stuff. Yeah. What's yeah, well, wrong with me? I've got problems. Well, Come Tyler, on. Tyler, the thing is, like, we don't want to give everything away. Make sure that if you're listening to this show, you go back and listen to it because there's True. there's lots of nuances and stuff. There's callbacks yeah. to previous weeks. There's callbacks to season one. Heck, Alexa Bliss and Candice LeRae have been best friends and tag team partners since season one. So that storyline seemingly is headed in a specific direction. But again, go back and check out past episodes. Don't just rely on our recap. Caps, go back and check them out. Let us know what you think. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, more motivation to do so. And hey, if there's anything else, without further ado, uh, it'll be Chris's turn to present the Warzone brand in, in case I forgot anything. Nope. But if not, hey, I think we can go ahead and uh, present the shows. Let's do it. All right, Warzone brand up first. Here we go. No opening package this week. We open to a shot of the crowd buzzing. What a night we have in store for the go-home edition of Warzone. I'm Tom Hannafin alongside Corey Graves. Two more Battle Bowl qualifiers tonight. A giant eight-man tag main event between JBL Enterprises and our world champion and partners of his choosing. Brock Lesnar and Sheamus go one-on-one. But right now... Here comes the Rated R Superstar. Edge has a little pep in his step tonight. He's headed to the ring. Edge has the mic. He says, all right, Malachi, playtime's over. Let's go. Here we go. Come on. I'm not waiting all night. Let's get this thing done. Yeah, I know I'm not supposed to be out here. Let's go. Come on. Come on. All right. Here comes Malachi Black. He's making his way to the ring. No other members of the Black Widows with him, though. Edge says, Malachi, hey, before you even speak, before you even get in the ring, I'm ready to get this done. Whatever you're going to throw at me, I'm game. I'm just ready to beat you and put an end to the Black Widows. Malachi laughs and says, whoa, whoa, Adam, simmer down. This can't be the end. It's only the beginning. We're just getting started because you see the devil and Edge interrupts. He says, yeah, the devil. Yeah. Is it you? Is it me? Who is it? My patience is really running thin here. Malachi says, Adam, the devil isn't all of us. But I I see you want to know who's causing all this. You want to know who's out to get you. Well, Adam, you'll know soon enough. Don't worry. And in regards to your match... No frills, no hoops to jump through. You've already completed your task, and I'm a man of my word. Me and you, one-on-one at SummerStorm, no Black Widows, just us. Ed says, all right, that was too easy, Malachi. There's a catch. What's the catch? Come on. Malachi laughs and says, catch. Adam, I told you, I'm a man of my word. 
Next week at SummerStorm, there'll be no Black Widows. There'll be no catch. Just you and me. But, but even though the Black Widows won't be at SummerStorm, I didn't say anything about tonight. And the lights go out. They come back on. Edge has been covered in a black bloodbath, and the rest of the Black Widows are just beating him down in the middle of the ring. Here comes the revival. They're cut off in the aisle, though, by the Luchas. They can't get to Edge. Malachi and Priest are just beating Edge senseless in the ring. Finally, they've had enough. They leave him laying. They head up the ramp as we take our first commercial break. All right, we're in the back, and we're in DX's office. We see Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Road Dog discussing things. The tag team champions, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, walk in. Triple H says, guys, can we help you? And Brian Myers says, yeah, actually, you can. We got a favor to ask. Since we were so impressive in retaining our titles (laughs) in a hard-fought match last week against Brock and Sheamus, I think you should give us another shot to get into Battle Bowl. Triple H, Sean, and Road Dogg start laughing, and Sean says, oh, oh, they were serious. Triple H says, guys, you had your chance. Road Dogg interrupts, so he says, well, now, hang on, hang on a minute. He says, I know I'm the new guy around here, and I certainly don't have the power because we see what happens when I get power. (laughs) But I think we should give these guys another shot, but under one condition. We put them on opposite teams. Sean says, well, that's kind of against the rules, but we made the rules, so I guess we could break them. (laughs) Triple H says, hey, that sounds good to me. Listen, you guys are going to be on opposite sides tonight. Only one of you will make it in the match. Cardona and Myers storm off as we head to the ring. It's time for our first match tonight, and this one is not for the faint of heart. Sheamus making his way out here. It is absolutely fight night here on the War Zone. Because here comes the beast, Brock Lesnar, making his way out here. Sheamus gets out of the ring. He goes after him. The fight is on in the ramp. The fight is on. These two brawl their way to ringside. These two, the bell has not rang yet. Brock just chucked Sheamus into the timekeeper's area. Brock trying to recover. Sheamus on the barricade. Big flying clothesline. Sheamus measures Brock for the bro kick, but Brock moves Seamus kicks the ring post Brock grabs him release German suplex on the floor followed by an F5 on top of the barricade security and officials are out here trying to restore order as we cut to commercial break we are back and we're at the commentary desk here we thought we were going to have a match between Brock and Sheamus but it never got started security had to come out no wait a minute here they come Sheamus and Lesnar still going at it through the crowd they make their way up here towards us they're also fighting off security Brock picks Sheamus up F5 through the table no Sheamus rakes his eyes low blow on Brock Sheamus picks up Corey's chair and he chucks it into Brock's face, (laughs) busting him wide open. Sheamus takes Brock to the side of the stage. Oh, no. He's got him on his back. Uh, Is he going to try to give him white noise? But no, Brock gets the Kimura lock locked in. He's got Sheamus' arm gripped tight. Security is trying to get in between them. 
All of a sudden, Brock gets bashed from behind with a chair. That huge roundhouse kick to the head. That's Butch and Ridge Holland, Sheamus' old running mates. Brock gets up. Butch and Ridge just start taking it to him. Brock is trying to fight him off, but as he turns around, bro kick by Sheamus. Sheamus hugs Ridge and Butch as they oblige security and they head to the backstage area. My goodness. Meanwhile, we see Damage Control walking around backstage, headed this way, but they stop as they see Charlotte Flair in the hallway. Bailey says, Charlotte, what do you think you're doing putting my girls in matches? You think just because you and EO shook hands that we're all on good terms here? Charlotte says, Bailey, I'd watch where you're stepping, especially considering you aren't the real champion around here. But if your girls get it done against Bianca, Maybe we can talk about a shot for one of you guys at this title. Bailey says, I've heard enough. I'm the champion. I'm above you. Let's go, guys. EO and Dakota follow Bailey. We're going to hear from them as we cut to commercial break. We are back. Damage Control's already made their entrance. They are in the ring. Bailey has a mic and she says, Listen, I've heard a lot of chatter over the last couple of weeks about how a lot of people aren't happy with my actions since coming to the war zone. Well, let me educate you people on how something, uh, how this whole thing works. In wrestling, when a champion is unable to compete, that title must be vacated. And since Sasha isn't mentally cleared to compete, her title's vacant. And guess who the new champion is? A ding-dong, hello, that's me. I'm the champion. Uh-oh, wait a minute. This might be raining down on Bailey's parade. Here comes Triple H. Bailey says, Papa H, how are you? It's good to see you. Triple H says, Bailey, it's always great to see you, even if it's with a title that doesn't belong to you. Anyways, Bailey interrupts and says, Hey, hey, you know the rule book just like I do. If she can't defend the title, it's vacant. Triple H says, well, perhaps, but perhaps not. Because you see, Sasha Banks will be back to defend that championship, the one that she never lost. In fact, she'll be back at SummerStorm to defend that title against you in a ladder match. So, Bailey, you think you're the real champion? You have to prove it. One-on-one as damage control is barred from ringside. Oh, speaking of Dakota and EO, they better get ready. Their match is next. Oh, here comes Bianca Belair. That match is made official for SummerStorm. Sasha Banks will return in a ladder match against Bailey. But here comes Bianca for this two-on-one handicap match. Coming up after this commercial break. All right, we are back. This one got started during the commercial break. Bianca has had several flurries of offense, but damage control has just been one step ahead of her. We're nearing the end of this one. Bianca and Dakota are legal. Dakota sends Bianca to the buckle, follows her in for the Kyo kick, but Bianca backdrops her over the top. Dakota lands on the apron, grabs Bianca's hair, but Bianca elbow to the face. Bianca tries a shoulder tackle through the ropes, but Dakota sidesteps. Pump kick, sending Bianca's face first into the ring post. 
Dakota drags Bianca over to the corner, tags in EO. EO and Dakota are both showboating here, but EO making the climb to the top for the moonsault. She wastes too much time. Bianca recovers, hits EO, knocking her down on the top rope. Bianca turns around. Dakota again going for the kai kick, but Bianca sidesteps. Dakota tangled up in that same corner. Bianca, what's this? She picks up Dakota. She grabs EO. They're both on her shoulders. Double KOD. But before she can pin them, Charlotte Flair is in the ring attacking Bianca Belair. The referee calls for the bell. This one is thrown out. Bianca trying to fight back, but Bailey jumps in. Bailey knocks Bianca down. She grabs Bianca, hits her with a rose plant as she stares at Charlotte. Charlotte picks Bianca up, natural selection, and then stands over her challenger with her championship. Bailey grabs the women's championship, tries to nudge Charlotte out of the way so she can stand over Bianca. Bailey and Charlotte nose to nose with those championships as we cut to commercial break. All right, we are back. It's time for our first of two Battle Bowl qualifying matches tonight. As you heard earlier, this one is going to feature the tag team champions, but on opposite sides. So here comes Matt Cardona. Let's see who his tag team partner is going to be. Oh, man, here comes Dax Harwood. He's going to team up with Matt Cardona. These two don't see eye to eye at all. So this should make for an interesting team. Here comes the other half of the tag team champions, the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. But who will his partner be opposite his tag team partner? Oh, this is interesting. Damian Priest of the Black Widows is making his way to the ring all right referee calls for the bell we'll see how this one works out here looks like it's going to be dax harwood and damian priest kicking us off here they start circling each other they lock up priest shoves dax back in the corner they circle again they lock up at this time dax pushes priest towards the corner they start circling again but they stop and they both make a tag at the same time. Myers and Cardona are legal here. Neither one of them want to get in the ring, but they have to. As soon as they get in the ring, both of them try to make the tag out, but Priest and Dax jump down off the apron. The tag team champions must face each other here. Myers and Cardona stand off, looking at each other. Cardona pokes Myers, and he goes down. Matt with the pin, but Priest is in to break it up. As Priest goes back to his corner, Myers hurries over and makes the tag. So Damian Priest is legal now. Priest gets in the ring. He and Myers are arguing. Priest walks right into radio silence by Cardona. The cover one, two, but Myers pulls Cardona off. Cardona looks stunned. Ask Myers what he's, what's he doing. Brian says he wants to win the match too, and they start yelling at each other. Priest rolls up Cardona. One, two, Dax is in to break it up. All four men start brawling. Priest and Cardona, Dax and Myers, referee trying to gain control as we cut to commercial break. We are back, and we're at the conclusion of this one. Cardona and Priest 
are the legal men here. Priest going for the razor's edge, but Cardona slips behind. Priest turns around. Code breaker by Cardona. Priest sells to the corner in a seated position. Broski boot by Cardona lands. He is lining up for radio silence. He jumps up, but he's caught. Sit down, powerbomb. The cover, one, two. Dax Harwood is in to break it up. Myers gets in, delivers a spear to Dax Harwood. Priest picks up Cardona. South of Heaven chokes land, but Myers spears Damian Priest. That's his own partner. Cardona falls on top. One, two, three. Matt Cardona and Dax Harwood have qualified. You had to know that these guys would stay on the same page. Brian Myers, though, falls on his sword for his best friend. We have one more Battle Bowl qualifier, and that's going to happen on the other side of this commercial break. All right, we're back. Segment eight. Here comes Penta El Cedo Mieto representing the Black Widows. Let's see who he is going to team up with for this final Battle Bowl qualifying match. No! Here comes Ray Phoenix, the second tag team to actually get paired up in this in the Battle Bowl match. It's the Lucha Brothers. My goodness. All right. All right, Cash Wheeler makes his way out. And his partner. Oh, man, we saw this guy make his debut earlier tonight. Butch of the Brawling Brutes is going to team up with Cash Wheeler. All right, here we go. Kicking things off, Ray Phoenix and Cash Wheeler. They lock up series of exchanges. Cash with the advantage, headlock takeover. Phoenix with the head scissors. Cash flips over, bridges, two count. Phoenix raises him up, tries to go for the backslide. Cash uses his strength. Phoenix uh, picks Phoenix up on his back. Gory bomb, face first into the mat. The cover, one, two, kick out. Cash shoots Phoenix off the ropes, ducks his head. Phoenix flips over, pushes Cash to the ropes. Leapfrog by Phoenix, but he's caught midair. Big scoop power slam. Cash goes for the pin again, but Penta is in to break it up. Cash is rocked by the super kick by Penta, but he gets up, going for a superplex on Phoenix. Phoenix lands feet first on the apron. Phoenix now trying to superplex Cash to the outside, but Cash lands on the apron. They start laying in shots. Cash connects with a knee to the gut that takes Penta, or sorry, takes Phoenix down on all fours. Cash looking for a pile driver on the apron, but here comes Penta. Jumps off Phoenix's back. Canadian Destroyer on the apron. What a devastating move as we crash to commercial break. We are back. We're at the tail end of this one. Penta and Butch are legal in this match. They're trading chops back and forth. You can imagine the pain these two guys are feeling. Penta goes for a big chop. Butch catches his hand, snaps the fingers, follows it up with a huge roundhouse kick to the head, and an X-plex. Butch sets up Phoenix, or sorry, sets up Penta, uh, looking for the bitter end, but Penta counters with a DDT. Both men are down. Wait. 
down the ramp. Here comes Brock Lesnar. He's trying to get after Butch for what happened earlier. But Sheamus and Rich Holland are there. The brawl is on. Brock never gets to him. It's It distracts Butch, though. He turns around. Super kick to the gut. Package pile driver by Penta. Penta tags in Phoenix. Big frog splash. But Butch counters. He rolls up Phoenix. One, two, three. That is it. Penta didn't see the counter. He was already gloating, thinking they had won. But Butch pulls it out here. And with that result, the Battle Bowl field is set for next week's pay-per-view. Butch and Cash Wheeler will join Matt Cardona, Dax Harwood, AJ Styles, Cody Rhodes, Samoa Joe, Wardlow, Johnny Gargano, Sheamus, Randy Orton, and Brock Lesnar. And the winner of Battle Bowl will earn a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship at our final pay-per-view of the season, The Last Stand. Also next week at SummerStorm, Charlotte Flair will defend the Evolution Championship against Bianca Belair. Sasha Banks makes her long way to return to the ring to defend the Warzone Women's Championship in a ladder match against our former best friend, Bailey. The highly anticipated one-on-one encounter will finally happen, Edge versus Malachi Black. And for all the marbles, the World Heavyweight Championship is on the line. Seth Rollins defends against the Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre. Speaking of that matchup, we got a preview of that coming up next in our main event, eight-man tag team action. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Main event time. Led to the ring by JBL. It's Aikman Razor, the AOP, Samoa Joe, and the Scottish psychopath, Drew McIntyre. This is going to be an incredible eight-man tag. Here comes our world heavyweight champion, Seth Rollins. I'm sure that he has something up his sleeve for this one. Okay, talk about something. This is this is a group of guys that JBL Enterprises knows all too well. Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and AJ Styles teaming up with the champ tonight. Here we go. Referee calling for the bell in this one. Drew McIntyre is going to start out here. As he turns around there, Seth Rollins, we're going to get a preview of Summer Storm right here. They're moving towards each other. They go to lock up. Drew steps back. He tags in Samoa Joe. Joe looking a bit confused, thinking Drew would be ready to go, but Joe gets in the ring. Rollins immediately goes after him. Off the ropes, ducks a clothesline. Sling blade goes for it again. Joe catches him. Uranagi, first pin of the match, only a two count. We skip ahead now. Carl Anderson's in there with Samoa Joe. Joe has him in the corner. Short jabs, body blows. Drew tags himself in. Joe, again, is really confused. JBL is applauding on the outside. Not sure what's happening here, but Drew is legal. He grabs Carl Anderson. Huge release, belly-to-belly suplex, sending him all the way across the ring. Gallows reaches over, tags himself in. Drew and Gallows ready to get it on. Start trading shots back and forth. Drew with a Glasgow kiss that rocks Gallows back. 
Gallows recovers. Big boot on Drew that staggers him to the ropes. Drew going for a Claymore, but Gallows sidesteps, clotheslines him over the top rope. Here comes Aikam and Razor in to take out Gallows. Not legal, but the other members of the club come to his aid. Drew trying to get up. Rollins hits the ropes. Suicide dive takes out Drew McIntyre as we head to our final commercial break. Okay. We are back nearing the end of this one. AJ Styles is legal with Drew McIntyre. Drew has been dominant since the break. He's been throwing AJ all over the ring. Drew's in the corner, lines AJ up. Claymore connects. The cover, one, two. Rollins with the stomp on Drew to break up the pin. Both AJ and Drew are down now, crawling to their corners. Drew tags in Joe. AJ tags in Rollins. Rollins, springboard clothesline on Joe. Hits the rope, sling blade. Joe goes for a clothesline. Rollins ducks, grabs the arm, spins him around. Revolution knee connects. Followed by a pedigree. The cover, one, two. Razor in, trying a big splash, but Rollins moves. Razor splashes Joe. As he's getting up, super kick by Rollins takes him to the outside. Rollins with a super kick on Akam, who tried to get in the ring. Anderson and Gallows battling the AOP on the outside. Rollins lining up Joe for the stomp, but Joe moves, snatches up Rollins. Coquina Clutch is locked in. Rollins trying to fight to the ropes, but he is fading quickly. Oh, wait a minute. Here comes Wardlow. Wardlow has his eyes on Samoa Joe. Joe lets Rollins go. Wardlow gets up on the apron. Joe takes a swing, but Wardlow jumps down. He doesn't touch him. Joe turns around. Phenomenal forearm from AJ Styles, followed by the stomp by Seth Rollins. The cover, one, two, three. Seth Rollins picking up the win. The fight is still going on here, though. AOP and the Good Brothers have spilled into the audience. Wardlow drags Joe to the outside. They are brawling as well. Seth is just laughing here as he turns around. AJ Styles is right behind him holding the world championship. And he hands it to Seth and he pats him on the chest. A little bit of tension here, but Drew McIntyre, Claymore on Seth Rollins. AJ takes a swing at Drew, but he ducks, hits the ropes, Claymore to AJ. JBL gets in the ring. He hands Drew the championship, who slowly raises it up over Seth Rollins. Could we see a glimpse into our future? We're going to find out next week at SummerStorm. And that's the uh, the Warzone edition, the go-home, uh, setting up SummerStorm. I'll tell you, I like the Battle Bowl concept. I know we're seeing that later, but uh, really it's a good callback to WCW and, and kind of that old concept. So that's interesting with the different partners. Of course, the main event, how you left it. I like how there was some chaos, but control drew, getting the Claymores on everybody, JBL entering the ring. And and really the women's division, which I've not touched on in a while, I like what you're doing with Sasha Banks and Bailey, damage control, and then Charlotte interjecting her. So uh, a lot of interesting things, man. I really like it. Thank you. Appreciate I it. I thought for a second when you announced the Seth match last week, I thought we were seeing a uh, reunion mm. of uh, Wardlow and, and FTR Man. with Seth. If I'd have thought, I, it, I if thought, I'd have thought about it, I would have done it. I, my mind did not go there. <laughs> um, but 
here soon, you will see why my mind went where it went. Yeah. I mean, if no, you, I, I get you. If, if you caught the tease, you you, yeah, you. you kind of know what's yeah, happening. I got you. No, I like that. I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoy, um, man, I hate to say it. I'm enjoying Myers and Cardona. Um, They're so good. I love yeah, it so much. I know. But I'm really intrigued by the Black Widow stuff. I'm yeah. very intrigued by the Black Widow stuff. Edge and Malachi finally one-on-one coming up at the pay-per-view. We shall see how it turns out, Tyler. Yeah, but we shall. Good stuff. And, hey, we, without any uh, further ado as well, I, I think it's time for the Mayhem Go Home Edition. Let's do it. All right, Mayhem, 30 minutes on the clock. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome to PBWF Mayhem, the final stop before Living Legends next week. And what a show we have in store for you as in the main event, John Cena is issuing an open challenge. We are going to see who is going to answer that. LA Knight is in action tonight against Claudio Castagnoli and so much more. But we are kicking the night off with a contract signing for the PBWF Championship. So let's send things up to our general manager, William Regal. And we are up there, and William Regal is sitting there, and he says, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the number one contender for the PBWF Championship, John Moxley. As Moxley is making his way to the ring from the crowd, You know, he is the number one contender for Roman Reigns' PBWF Championship, and he's looking to regain that title that he held for a very long time here. But will he be able to get the job done against the bloodline and Roman Reigns as he is in the ring and sitting down? And the champion of the PBWF Mayhem, the champion of the PBWF, if we're being real honest. Roman Reigns is making his way to the ring as well. One of the only two men in all of the PBWF history to cleanly pin John Moxley over the last two seasons. Roman Reigns is looking to get the job done again at Living Legends. The series is one and one between these two men here, so we are going to be very interested and intrigued to see what happens at Living Legends. He is in the ring. We don't have time for his pyro again, but he is sitting down. William Regal is in the middle. They're both sitting at the table, and Regal says, Gentlemen, we know why we are out here. Mayhem wants to put on the best matches possible that we can. So let's sign these contracts and let's just move on with our lives, okay? And Roman kind of grabs the contract from his hand before leaning back and putting his feet up on the table. And he has a microphone and he says, Well, here we are once again, Mox. The moment of truth for you. What kind of man is John Moxley? We have seen you as the guy around here, the champion these people want. But the truth is, Moxley, I don't care what these people want. I am the champion they deserve. And at Living Legends, I am going to prove once again who was really the man of the shield. As Roman Reigns signs the contract before sliding it to Moxley, 
And Moxley kind of opens that and looks at it and is kind of looking around. He just looks at Roman. He says, the man of the shield. Really? That's all you care about. You can't stand the fact that Seth and myself are on a different level, on your level, the God mode level that, that you like to proclaim. But you want the truth, Roman? Here's the truth. It's about time. It's about time that you got to our level. You think you are the top guy of your game, but brother, we've been at the top for a long time. While they were doing everything they could to build you up, they had to do everything they could to tear me down. I was outgrowing you, out-wrestling you, and you couldn't stand it. I bet you were so happy the day I left that company because now all you had to compete with was Seth, and you failed at that as well. So at Living Legends, when I beat you, you will have no excuses and no one to blame but yourself. As Moxley spikes the microphone against the table before signing the contract, Roman slowly stands to his feet from the table, and he still has his microphone, and he looks as Moxley and Roman are now face-to-face, nose-to-nose. He says, You were my brother. You were the only one I could turn to during those days. You think I was happy when you left? It crushed me. I hated it, and I hated you. But now, John... My real family. I have my real family to help me. And that's all that matters to me. It's from behind Solo and the Uso slide into the ring and begin beating down on John Moxley. Jimmy and Jay hit stereo super kicks directly into a spinning solo through the table. Moxley is now in the corner. They dragged him to the corner as Roman is slowly walking towards him, telling him how much he's looking forward to hurting him at, at Living Legends, how much he hates him now. Who will walk away as the PBWF champion at Living Legends? We have to take our first commercial break. We are back from commercial break. As backstage, we see a shot of John Cena making his way into the arena. Uh, He is issuing an open challenge later tonight, and we cannot wait to see who answers that challenge as we cut back to the ring. As a member of the Judgment Day, Karrion Cross is making his way out to the ring with Scarlett. Has time officially run out on Bray Wyatt and the Fireflies? Only time will tell as Karrion Cross and Scarlett are making their way to the ring. He is making his Mayhem PBWF debut here tonight. But he is facing a man who made his debut a couple of weeks ago, Vincent, as he is getting into the ring. And he has a tall task ahead of him as Vincent is going to be a tough, tough competitor as he is, as Vincent is joined by Julia Hart as they are making their way down to the ring. They get into the ring, and Vincent and Cross slowly make their way to each other before trading stiff shots back and forth. Neither man is backing down from this fight. Cross gets the control and shoots Vincent into the ropes and takes him down with a shoulder tackle. Vincent is now in the ropes again. Uh, and takes him down, with, or shoots him into the ropes again, and takes him down with another shoulder tackle. Um, Cross just smiles and laughs, though. But Vincent goes to sweep the leg of Cross, but he jumps over and hits a double foot stomp, taking Vincent out of the ring. He rolls out of the ring. 
Cross goes out after him, but Vincent quickly rolls back in the ring and takes Cross out with a sliding knee as he was trying to get back in. Vincent is now in complete control. He is looking to apply the rear naked choke, but Cross slips out of it and goes to lock in the sleeper of his own. But Vincent sends Cross back first into the turnbuckle. Both men stumble back to their feet, but they take each other out with clotheslines. Can either man get back in this match as we take a commercial break? We are back from break as Vincent has taken over this match uh, thanks to the help of Julia Hart during the commercial break who got in the way of carrying Cross, allowing Vincent to take or to get on the attack. Uh, Vincent just completely overpowering carrying Cross. We move forward in the match. Cross is sitting on the top rope as Vincent is looking for a superplex, but Cross slides underneath and pulls the foot of Vincent, rocking him face first off the turnbuckle. Vincent stumbles directly, though, into the Doomsday Saido. He goes for the cover. One, two, kick out. Cross, though, just mounts on top of Vincent and begins just beating him with lefts and rights. But all of a sudden, the lights in the arena go out. And they come back up, and Bray Wyatt is standing on the apron, just staring at Karrion Cross. And from behind, though, Vincent locks in the rear naked choke on Karrion Cross. He is choking the life out of Cross. He has nowhere to go, but again, the lights go out. And they come back up, and Finn Balor is now standing on the other side of the apron. Finn and Bray lock eyes before entering the ring and just brawling in the middle of the ring. The referee doesn't really know what to do. Vincent, though, breaks the hold and goes after Finn, but he ducks underneath and needs a Pele kick from Finn Balor. The referee finally calls for the bell, but Cross and Finn and Bray and Vincent, they don't care. They just start brawling in the ring. Julia Hart goes to enter the ring, but from behind, Rhea Ripley just begins to attack her. Bray sends Finn out of the ring and into the arms of Braun Strowman, who is standing there, who sends Finn flying into the ramp. Finally, security and officials separate the two teams. It is absolute chaos here on Mayhem. We have to take a commercial break. We are back on, from commercial break as they have finally cleared the ring from the chaos before the break. And we are at commentary where Michael Cole says, after the chaos we just witnessed, I am receiving word from William Regal that living legends, Judgment Day, the team of Finn Balor, Rhea, and Karrion Cross will be facing the team of Bray Wyatt, Vincent, and Julia Hart in an anarchy in the arena match. Wow. What a match that will be between that those six individuals, a six-person anarchy in the arena match, the first ever here on Mayhem, and it'll be one for the ages. But right now, the number one contender for the Mayhem Women's Championship, Athena got her wishes last week after attacking Asuka backstage. She will get her chance at Asuka in that PBWF Mayhem Women's Championship, but she is looking... <clears throat> to have a tune-up match here tonight. And she is going to have a tough opponent as Raquel Rodriguez is making her way to the ring as well. Will she be able to get the job done as she gets into the ring? And Athena and Raquel meet in the middle of the ring and they shake hands before locking up. It's a very back-and-forth beginning to this match. Raquel goes for a German suplex. Uh, but Athena breaks out of it and hits a super kick of her own, rocking Raquel. Uh, Raquel really is stumbling back and forth, but she tries to go for another clothesline. Athena ducks, though, sending her into the corner, picks her up, and plants her with a, uh, a, with a middle rope 
superplex to Raquel. Raquel really has nowhere to go, and she is pulling herself back up. She tries to go for a choke slam, but uh, Raquel or Athena breaks out of it. I'm screwing everything up here. Here we go. Breaks out of it, but she has she finally breaks out of it and hits a super kick, knocking her to her knees. Hits another super kick, knocking her down to the mat. Uh, Athena makes the climb to the top rope. She is looking for the eclipse. Wait a minute, but that's Asuka's music. As what is Asuka doing out here? Athena jumps off the top rope and is looking down the ramp. She is looking for Asuka, but from behind, Asuka is slide into the ring and locks the Asuka lock in. The referee calls for the bell. This one is thrown out as well. She has the Asuka lock though locked in. The referee is trying to break the hole, but she cannot do it. Athena is fading quickly. Raquel, though, is back up and tries to pull Asuka off of Athena, but she gets caught with the green mist blinding her. Uh, Raquel can, <clears throat> cannot see anything. Asuka kicks the side of her head before bailing from the ring. Once again, Asuka gets the upper hand on Athena, but will that be the case at Living Legends? As we cut backstage, we see the U.S. champion Adam Cole making his way to the ring. We will hear from the champion next. <coughs> Excuse me, allergies are a thing here right now. All right, we are back from commercial break as the United States champion Adam Cole is making his way to the ring. Uh, as we are going to find out what championship he will be defending or if he will be going after at Living Legends as he is in the ring. And uh, he says, you know, there's no point in making everyone waste their time. Kenny wants to know what championship I'm going after. Kenny wants to know what I'm coming for. He thinks he knows that I'm going to just pick this six-man tag so I get the easy, easy way out. But Kenny, at Living Legends, we are going to go one-on-one -on -one, one more time for my United States Championship. So that way when I beat you, you have no excuses left. But Kenny, look, we all know how this is going to end now. You're going to come out here. We're going to say some words back and forth to each other. And then we're just going to fight all over the place. So why don't we just skip to the end? Why don't you come out here so we can fight? As Kenny Omega is making his way to the ring, he's looking to get the job done and win that United States Championship to add another belt to his collection as the trio's champion. But he gets into the ring and he says, you know what, Cole? You're absolutely right. We should just get right to the fighting. But before we do, I just, I want you to know something. And I want you to know one thing. When your shoulders are pinned to that mat, and I walk away as the new U.S. champion, you will have no one to blame but yourself. You can hide behind your two little clowns all you want, but it won't change the fact that you are going to fail and fall to me. As Adam Cole kind of chuckles, and he says, you know what? The difference, though, between you and me, Kenny, is... You say all this, but we're the exact same. You try to hide behind the bucks, but the difference between you and I is you do everything to get a little reaction from these idiots in the crowd. You know what I do? I play the long game, the smart game, and you will learn that lesson very, very soon. As Adam Cole smiles and slowly backs away, 
But Kenny is looking around. Not, nothing is happening. Cole is looking up the ramp. As there was supposed to be something happening, but we cut to a shot of the locker room as the Bucks are standing in front of the Undisputed Era locker, barricading the door. They cannot get out. They are banging on the door trying to get out. Cole realizes it, though, turns around into a V-trigger, taking him out of the ring as he dropped the U.S. championship. Kenny Omega holds the championship in the air. Will this be the scene at Living Legends as we take a commercial break? 15 minutes. We are back from commercial break. The mega star of Mayhem is making his way to the ring, looking for a tune-up match before getting in the ring with the great one, The Rock, at at Living Legends. But he has a microphone in his hand, and he says, Dwayne boy, Dwayne boy, Dwayne boy, you've got one week to come to your senses. I know you saw my exclusive sit-down interview with a real journalist and not some hack like McAfee down there. I know he does suck. You don't have to tell him. I just told him. I did your job for you. Thank you very much. Anyways, you have one week to come to your senses. You aren't ready to face me. You aren't capable of beating me. Even in your prime, you can't touch L.A. Knight. So I'll give you the week to rethink this match. So I don't have to embarrass you in front of the whole world once again, Dwayne. As Claudio is looking to shut up L.A. Knight, he is making his way down to the ring and he's looking for this chance. What a big match this would be. He's looking for his first signature win here as he's in the ring. And this one is underway. LA Knight is trying to get Claudio to do a test of strength as Knight and Claudio lock hands <laughs> and begin dumb. to push against each other. But Claudio quickly overpowers LA Knight, pushing him shoulder or pushing him to the ground, taking him down. LA Knight is furious as they get back up and demands that they do it again. So Claudio goes to lock up once again. But this time LA Knight kicks him in the gut before laying in stiff forearms, taking Claudio off his feet. He powers Claudio up and plants him with a suplex, taking him out. Can Claudio climb back in this as we take a commercial break? We are back from commercial break, and LA Knight is still in complete control. Um, He is on the second rope and is looking for a blockbuster onto Claudio, but he gets rocked with an uppercut in midair, taking him out. Claudio, though, gets to his uh, goes and hits a springboard moonsault. He rolls to the uh, feet of LA Knight and begins to do the swing, and he swings him 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, 40 times. 50 times before locking in the sharpshooter. LA Knight is screaming in the middle of the ring with nowhere to go. He is crawling, trying to make his way to the bottom rope, but Claudio begins to drag him away, but in doing so, gives Knight the chance to reverse the hold directly into a pile driver position, and he drops him with the pile driver. He could go for the pin, but instead he pulls Claudio up and hits the rock bottom, covers him one, two, Three. L.A. Knight gets the win over Claudio, but he is looking to send a message as he just begins to pound on Claudio and just bust him open. He is he is giving him shot after shot after shot. He has nowhere to go. Wait a minute, though. Here comes CM Punk down to the ring to try and even out the odds, but from behind, it's very quickly snuffed out as Kevin Owens and Austin Theory hit the ring. 
as they just begin to beat down the numbers game is getting to them once again. They are outmanned, outnumbered with nowhere to go. Oh, wait a minute, though. Here comes the rock down to the ring to even the odds. Owens and LA Knight bail from the ring immediately as the rock opens a can on Austin Theory. Theory stumbles, though, into an uppercut from Claudio and directly into a GTS from CM Punk. Uh, uh, Theory is down as The Rock makes eye contact with LA Knight, tells him to watch this as he drops the people's elbow on to Austin Theory. Punk versus Owens and LA Knight versus The Rock is heating up, but The Rock shakes hands with Claudio's in the middle of the ring, and he turns to shake hands with CM Punk. As Punk looks at The Rock, and he looks at the crowd, but he drops to his back and rolls out of the ring and makes his way up to the ramp. The Rock is a little perplexed, but celebrates in the ring as we cut to commercial break. We are back from commercial break, and backstage we cut to Punk walking through the hallway when he is approached by Renee Paquette, and she says, Look, Punk, why did you refuse to shake The Rock's hand? Punk says, look, there's a lot of history between us. Some good, but mostly bad. I respect The Rock and everything he's done and is doing. And I will stand beside him to stop Vince and his idiots. But I don't trust him. I don't know if I ever will. As he walks away from the camera. As we cut somewhere else backstage, we are in the office of William Regal. When there's a knock at the door, Regal says to come in. And in walks Vince... McMahon himself. As Regal quickly stands up and asks what's he, what, what he wants, Vince says, relax, Regal. No one's going to hurt you right now. But I did want to inform you of something. You see, I will be a living legend supporting Kevin Owens and uh, LA Knight, but I'm also there for something else because that is the place where you are going to be served your papers. Because I am suing you, I am suing Mayhem, and the entire PBWF for the way that I was removed from power. It was wrong and unlawful, so enjoy your time now. Because you won't be staying in power for much longer. As Vince smiles and walks away, as we zoom in on Regal's face, we cut to a shot of John Cena making his way to the ring. Our main event, Cena's Open Challenge, is coming up next. You got about eight minutes. All right, we are back from commercial break. Uh, as we cut to the ring, we'll go through the card after the show, so you can go call the number, whatever it is, and you'll listen to it, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, <laughs> Cena is in the ring already. He has made his entrance, but we are about to find out who his opponent is going to be. Oh, wait a minute. Nick Aldis is making his way down to the ring. This will be one for the ages for sure. John Cena versus Nick Aldis. Once again, Mayhem delivers on the dream matches, and this one is no different as he is in the ring. Cena and Aldis lock up before Nick gets the advantage, shoots Cena off the ropes before taking him out with a shoulder tackle. Cena smiles before getting back up. They lock up once again, but once again, Aldis gets the advantage, shoots, and does the exact same thing, taking him down. This time, Aldis smiles, but Cena picks the leg and is trying to lock in the STF, 
But Nick crawls to the bottom rope, forcing Cena to let go. Finally, Nick is back in the ring and quickly begins to overpower Cena. He hits him with a stiff with stiff shots before dumping him out of the ring with a clothesline. He rolls out of the ring and continues to beat down on Cena. He then shoots Cena back first into the barricade, back first into the uh, back first into the ring post before back body dropping him onto the floor. Can Cena get back in this as we take a commercial break? Six and a half minutes. We are back from break as Nick is still in control. Cena is starting to power up and fight back. Uh, he, Nick, uh, Nick always goes for a clothesline, but Cena ducks underneath, comes back for the shoulder tackle. He goes for the second shoulder tackle, but Nick moves out of the way, sending Cena flying out of the ring. He takes a minute to compose himself uh, before rolling out of the ring and going after Cena. He turns the corner but gets rocked with a right, then shoved face first into the ring post. Cena is taking control and is sending Nick back first into the barricade, back first into the still steps, and then dropping him face first against the announce table. Cena goes for another punch, but Nick Aldis kicks his arm, blocking the hole, blocking the punch. He breaks the count uh, before rolling back out of the ring and running towards Cena, but gets caught with an AA and planted through the announce table. Cena rolls back into the ring as the referee gets to the count of seven, eight. Nine, but Aldis is barely able to get back into the ring. Can either man gain the advantage as we cut to our final commercial break? We are back from our commercial break, and both men are barely on their feet, trading shots back and forth. Uh, we move forward a little bit in this match, though, as as uh, Cena is lifting Nick for the AA, but he gets out of it and hits a German suplex followed by a fisherman suplex. Uh, Cena stumbles back up, though, and gets taken out with a spine buster. Covers him, but he only gets a two count. Um, he pulls Cena to his feet and is looking for the powerbomb. But once again, he reverses the powerbomb uh, and is in a powerbomb position of himself. He is holding on to him. He looks around, and Cena hits a Canadian destroyer from out of nowhere, taking out Nick Aldis. He pulls him up for the AA, picks him up, plants him with it, covers him one, two, three. John Cena... Gets the huge win and gets back on track over Nick Aldis as they meet in the middle of the ring and they shake hands as Cena raises Aldis's hand before bailing before he bails from the ring. John Cena gets the huge win here tonight, but we cut backstage to the medical room where John Moxley busts out of the door and he looks directly at the camera and he says, Roman, whatever we had, whatever friendship was left is now dead. You want this fight? You want this to be personal? Fine. Let's get personal. But you just made the biggest mistake of your life because I am going to end you. I'm going to do what everyone else has failed to do and take back my championship and put an end to you once and for all. I'll see you at Living Legends as he pushes past them and we fade to black. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, a great episode, Andy. And I'll tell you what, uh, some quick highlights. I love the storylines, uh, the interactions between Vince McMahon and William Regal, you know, Vince threatening to sue. That, that's classic. And then, of course, you know, hey, Cena and Aldis, that was a great pick because yep. I want to see that match. Yep. I, I think those guys could do some tremendous business. And the other thing, too, this whole CM Punk rock situation where it looked like, they're on the same page, but not quite, where he's refusing to kind of shake the hand. And I, I like L.A. Knight doing the rock bottom, just even the finishes. 
that's what I mean with all the story arcs. So job well done, my friend. Yeah, Thank it you. was uh, immediately first thing I thought of when Rock hit the <laughs> ring. I was like, oh, how's this going to go? Uh, so that was really good. I thought the, um, the promo at the beginning of the show with Roman and Mox was was fantastic. Um, I I often wonder, I'm like, man, how many times can we do Roman and Mox and it just be interesting and whatever, but it's like, it is. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's very good. I'm digging it. Right. Um, is there a stipulation on that match? Nope. Oh, Lord. Nope, no stipulation. Just oh, a regular match. Oh, Lord. Mayhem referees are going to be lenient, and it's going to be. Oh, a- absolutely. It's a championship match. Yeah, yeah, I, know, be I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Um, good stuff on both cards. You did not get a chance to run no. down your pay-per-view card for the sake of time, so uh, let's go ahead and do that for Living Legends. Uh, what do we got on tap? All right, let me get to it so I don't miss anything. Uh, Living Legends, we have the Mayhem Women's Championship is on the line as Asuka defends against Athena. Adam Cole is defending the U.S. Championship against Kenny Omega. CM Punk is going one-on-one with Kevin Owens. The Judgment Day uh, will be facing Bray Wyatt, uh, Julia Hart, and Vincent in a Anarchy in the Arena match. Um... LA Knight is going to be facing The Rock. We're going to have something with Vince McMahon uh, taking place at the show as well. And then in the main event, Roman Reigns is defending the PBWF Championship against John Moxley. All right. Uh, just quickly recapping for Summer Storm featuring Battle Bowl. Uh, the guys that are going to be in the Battle Bowl match are as follows. We've got Butch, we've got Cash Wheeler, Matt Cardona, Dax Harwood, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Cody Rhodes, Wardlow, Johnny Gargano, Sheamus, Randy Orton, and Brock Lesnar uh, for the Evolution Championship. Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. A ladder match for the Warzone Women's Championship. Bailey will challenge the returning Sasha Banks. Malachi Black and Edge one-on-one. And then for the World Heavyweight Championship, Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Very nice. Yeah, hey, thank you for running down those cards because it, it's, it's a great reminder of just how exciting both these uh, pay-per-views are going to be. And I, I'm being serious. I know I can be try to be a comedian, but no, I, I'm telling you, this is why you want to check out the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation. It's going to be a good time. It is. Pay-per-views are going to be a blast. They're always a blast. No time limits on the pay-per-views. Yep. Um, so yeah, it'll be a good time. Oh, yeah. All right. I will. Let's, uh, let's put a bow on this episode. Make sure you guys follow us at PPW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Make sure that you are subscribed wherever you find your podcast. Make sure that you are tuning in to us each and every Tuesday, as well as our other, our current product show, which comes out every single Friday. Tyler is at Dustin Tyler 86. Andy is at Andy underscore PBWP. I am at Chris Belcher 24. Thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure you're subscribed on the way out. Uh, this has been the week 16 edition of the PBWF. We'll catch you guys down the road. Peace.